What's up? Hey. We're back at it again. Episode, who the with fuck the, knows? You can read. With, um, the, with the white fans? What are those? <laughs> um, Hashtag yeet. <laughs> I'm gonna yeet. Also, side story. AJ does not use the word yeet, right? I use or, it uh, fucking uh, properly in uh, my opinion. See, you use it the best in my opinion, but like compared to how it's normally used in, in today's society, you do not use it right. I know. Like, <laughs> um, I have a couple. We ha- I have a couple cats outside my house, and y- what did you say that? I was come using- here, or I'm gonna yeet, ye- yeet and come come get you, or some shit like no, that. No, I was I was I was jingling my keys in front of the cats' faces to distract them, <laughs> and I told them that I was going to distract them so I could yeet up and pick them up. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeet and pick them up and. In my opinion, that is exactly how you should use that word. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 uh... It's not funny if you just throw stuff and go, yeet! Because it's <laughs> dumb. Well, you... But we're also not 16. I, I like to use it as a verb. <laughs> not as an interjection. There's your grammar lesson for the day. Yeah. You know what an interjection is? I used to know. It's like when you go... I don't care anymore. You go, Wow! <laughs> It's a so one. A it's word, a one a word, word that sentence. Need to be in there. Yeah, it's like hey, or fuck. That's my favorite interjection. <laughs> you use it a lot. It is versatile. It is versatile. Fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck this. Fuck him. Fuck her. Fuck yourself. Kind of like get fucked. Kind of like suck. Although that's never mind. Vacuum cleaner related. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah. Save that. <laughs> Wavelength. Um, <laughs> speaking of length... Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, good lord. Are you excited where I was going with that? I, I had a feeling. Speaking of length, um, the Nebraska basketball team is going to go on a pretty lengthy win streak, I think. I think so, too. After Probably... They, Fucking shit rocked Seton Hall. Yeah. Uh, a Seton Hall that was a tournament team last year. Yeah. And uh, usually pretty good. Yeah. But you also have the possibility of a letdown. Yeah. You know, you start off really hot, then you get really cold. Yeah, and you... uh, after tonight's win, they're 4 0. Yeah. 4 0 going into Western Illinois. That's and then, a W. And then you run into 16th ranked Clemson, who I think is probably only ranked because. They were a tournament team last year. It's because their football team's good. I mean, probably. No, like, that's not how. No. <laughs> and and I, that's the that's the reason Alabama was in the college football playoff last year. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I think there shouldn't be a ranking system for anything until like week four. Yeah, I agree. Because, <laughs> what are you doing? Making sure the mic's picking me up. So you picked it up. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Mike picked up the mic. Mike yeeted the mic. I'm not sure how I can <laughs> turn that around with AJ, but I'm not gonna, because the only thing I could think of is BJ, and I'm not going there. <laughs> Anywho. We got way off topic way too early. What do you mean? This is about normal time. <laughs> um, 
But for this being part two, this is way too early to get off track. True. I mean, well, technically this is chapter 12, 13? 15, I think. I don't fucking know. Whatever episode it is. They don't pay me enough to actually know what number we're on. We don't get paid. That's why I said that. Can you imagine in the future when we have, if like we pick, if this shit like takes off, we have to do like ad reads in the middle of it? And we do, like, if we're able to do this like full time. I don't think we. I think I. Would if I can this. able, to, if yeah. I'm able to do this full time, because yeah. I would totally be the one that would do this. Yeah, I mean, we'd record Mondays like we do now, and then I would just spend the rest of the week editing and. Yeah, and and you know meeting with advertisers and yeah. you know all that stuff. Doing all the behind the scenes. Yeah, and then like you'd be the purdy face. <laughs> of the company. That's a. How you define purdy? Maybe a maybe maybe hire a couple couple of interns. I don't know. Have a stand-in so yeah. people don't actually see what my ugly face looks like. Hire Channing Tatum. People make a movie about us. Channing Tatum, Ryan Reynolds. I better no, be. No, sorry. Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill. That's hilarious. <laughs> Can it be Ryan Reynolds and Zach Galifianakis? Yes. I would pay to see that movie. I would too. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Speaking uh, of Ryan Reynolds, so if, Detective Pikachu it, <laughs> is taken off, it and has, I'm excited. It has. Uh, the Pikachu 3D model looks kind of creepy, but also adorable at the same time. Yeah, and then the like, side... <laughs> did you see the Psyduck? Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> but also really accurate? Like, yeah, I saw it. Did you see the meme that said that, so- that somebody wishes, um, that, or that hopes that this uh, Squirtle Squad... Is a um, local gang in that, that movie? That better be a thing, though. <laughs> the squirtle, the squirtle triad. They got to call it something cool. Oh my god. <laughs> um, no, but what I did? Did you see the meme that was a? Uh, it said, "Hey," and then it had a picture of Psyduck, and it said, "Got any grapes?" <laughs> my god, no. Fucking perfect. <laughs> Just perfect. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it was probably the best meme I've seen in a long time. Old internet videos. Speaking of which, does Detective Pikachu fall under the category of last week? Where it's a movie adaptation of a video game. Um, but... I don't know, because it doesn't... But the video game is an adaptation of the original TV series. No. No. It's... The TV series is an adaptation of the video game. So I was right. Yeah. So does it qualify? No, the TV show qualifies. But the... The, um... I don't know if the movie does. Explain. Because it's not a full, like, trainer, you know, building up his team, you know, but it, challenging the Pokemon League and stuff like that. You but know what I mean? But it's the realistic possibility of a person within the Pokemon world who mm-hmm. wanted to be a trainer and right. was never able to become a trainer and then... Became dis- a cop. Well, sort of. Yeah. As as far as it looks right now, he he's became not, a cop. He's not a cop. He's actually looking for his dad. Oh, okay. That's the premise of the whole and movie. For some reason, Pikachu's a cop, or a detective. Yeah, Pikachu is like. A PI. He's like a. Yeah, he's a PI. He's a Pikachu investigator. God damn it! <laughs> I'm so glad they didn't go with that for the name of the fucking movie. I because pro- they easily could have. Yeah, that that's an that's a shoot myself in the face moment. Yeah. But I would challenge you that it is in fact an adaptation off of the video game 
but it's from a different perspective, not Ash's. Hmm. Interesting. Do you think they're going to pull a um, Dark Knight Rises and say that the main character's nickname was Ash? No, but or, genius. Or Red. I think Hashtag throwing it back to the original character that was an actual Pokemon master. Alright, settle yourself. <laughs> you don't need to yeet your hand at me like that. <laughs> Proper use of the word. Because Ash was a shit trainer. Hey, he lived forever. He's still 12. Yeah, but like, it's weird because... He didn't. He won like two badges total. Mm-hmm. And the rest <laughs> well, were just like, given to him. Yeah, he he beat Koga, he out of a, order. By the way, he's just like you got a lot of moxie, kid. Here's a pin. No, he actually beat. No, Koga, I mean like the like, rest of them. In Lieutenant Surge. And then the rest of them were just like, "Oh, you helped us." He made Sabrina laugh. Uh, That's how he got the badge. That was the water badge. No, that was the ghost badge. The, oh. the, the crazy oh, psychic yeah, 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 yeah. I have... Fuck, I have Sabrina's Ghastly as a Pokemon card. Why the fuck don't I know that? Yeah. My brain just all... Yeah, because uh, Ash has the Haunter. Yeah. And the Haunter makes Sabrina laugh. Yeah. And that's how he gets the badge. I will say, Haunter, fucking terrifying. Yeah. When he licks po- Pikachu on the back. Yeah. <laughs> that shit gave me chills. <laughs> Because I can imagine... Which, Lick is just a weird move. Like, in general, just... I'm sorry, there's a Pokemon called Lickitung, <laughs> and you're completely avoiding that topic. Yes, I am. There are so many sexual innuendos that people have made because of Lickitung. And the fact that Jesse owns a Lickitung? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we're just gonna leave that to your imagination, you pervert. <laughs> Look up Lickitung. See what that looks like. I have a we'll wait. I have a... Okay. I have a horrible follow-up to now, that. Now, um, look up Jesse from... Look up Team Rocket Jesse. We'll wait. Okay. Do you get an, Do you get a mental picture? You're welcome. Yeah. Follow-up. Do you <laughs> think that someone, perverted obviously, mm-hmm. found a... It was a. Okay, I'm trying to think of the habitat for this creature. Um, the dirt plains. Kind of. Kind of like a desertish almost, and uh, found a, a diglet. And just sat on top of its hole and waited. That's probably the darker side of the Pokemon world. Yeah. Could you imagine sitting hoping for a diglet and you hit a Dodrio? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, do, do you remember probably the most... In, what our, parent, our parents probably remember the most annoying Pokemon episode ever. Was it the Diglett Dig, Diglett Dig, Diglett Dig, Diglett Dig, Get the fuck out of here, because that was the best episode ever. It, it was, yeah. But can you imagine what that was for our parents? Us repeating that? Oh, I got hit every... in the head with shit. <laughs> just, My mom uh, went just, full uh, Latina mom with a sandal, like just, 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 just uh, for the next week around the house, 
Diglett Dig, Diglett Dig. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. No question. Just because Pokemon was that fun as a kid. Oh, yeah, and then you'd have the Wobbuffet, and then you're Wabba, Wabba. Wabbuffet, Wabbuffet, Wabba, Wabba, Wabba. Yeah, I did that shit all the time. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> See, I'm glad Netflix has the original Indigo League Pokemon series on. Oh, yeah, you get because some... The Kangaskhan God <laughs> episode. Oh, God, I forgot about that shit. <laughs> oh, Pokemon. The, the lost kid that got adopted by Kangaskhans, which was a cute as hell episode. Oh, yeah. But, like, because that's kind of underrated with the original Pokemon series is how cute some of those episodes were. Yeah, and, and I think like, another... The butterfly, the Butterfree episode where Ash lets his butterfree go. Stop. I'm gonna fucking cry. <laughs> God, that episode hits the heart every time. Well, especially because Ash starts crying. And you're like, it's okay. Yeah, you're such a pussy. Why am I crying too? Damn it. Or when uh, Charizard finally starts to trust him. Uh, you know what? You just <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Alright? I will say this though. That show is underrated for teaching life lessons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, a lot of old cartoons are. Um, my my biggest one was the episode with the Eevee trainers. Yes. Where the younger brother had, had just a regular Eevee. Had a plain Eevee and his three older brothers had the, the evolutions. The three had evolutions. Jolteon, Flareon, and Vaporeon. And he was trying to decide which one that he wanted to... And they were trying to pressure him into, into and, each yeah, of To their, evolving his Eevee into whatever they mm-hmm. wanted and... By the end, he decided that he didn't want to evolve Eevee, and Eevee was going to, you know, be able to make his, his her, its own decision mm-hmm. on life. And and that also reflected in Ash's treatment of Pikachu. Right. Because because, when, because people were pressuring him to change Pikachu into Raichu. Because he got his ass beat by somebody who had a Raichu. Right. And so they're like, well... Well, because that was a filler episode. Yeah. That was a filler episode between when he originally lost to Lieutenant Surge and when he beat him. Yeah. And they're like, well, why don't you just fucking level him up? Right. You know, evolve that bitch right now. Because in the games, Raichu is significantly stronger than Pikachu is. Yeah. As far as stats go. And let's be honest, not a single one of us evolved our Pikachus ever. I did once. I never did. I refused. Absolutely refused. I did once. Also never leveled up. I never evolved an Eevee because I could never decide which one I wanted. And Eevee's way too adorable to evolve. No, fuck yeah. It's like a Cubone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> when you find out the Cubone backstory... Oh my god. ...breaks your heart. Especially in the cartoon, because the Cubone hates Ash and then, like, hugs him by the end of the episode. And and then in the opening where the Cubone is just staring longingly into the sky from that fucking cliff. Oh, God. <laughs> that shit, I'm just like, oh, Lord, he needs a hug. Or... Well, even from the game, like, you find out that the ghost in Pokemon Tower is the Cubone's dead mother. Like, Who is the skull that a Cubone wears. Yeah. Just the backstory of a Cubone is just... The worst. The worst. It's They're it's way the too sad, adorable. It is the saddest also, shit... Growlithe is badass but adorable. Oh, for sure. I would I would love to have a Do you ever hear the rumor that Arcanine was supposed to be a legendary? That would make sense. Because it takes so long to level up yeah. into an Arcanine. But then they went with Entei instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was it, supposed to be one of the ori- the original uh, three legendary dogs. 
Yeah, because then it's it's Entei, it's Raikou, and, and Suicune. Suicune. Which, by the way, in Super Smash Bros. Melee, when you hatch one of them Pokeballs with those one of those fuckers Ooh. in it, <laughs> devastating. Oh. Ho-Oh was the bomb, though. When did, you, did you ever hear the the canon, the head cannon for that? What? As that's why Ash is eternally twelve, because he saw Ho-Oh. Huh. And anyone who sees who sees Ho-Oh will be granted eternal life. All right, now you just fucked me up. And yeah, there it. Pokemon has weird lore. Go like, fuck yourself. Like, this is another, like, if you want to Google it, go ahead and Google it. Um, we're, we're not going to give you time, but, but like... They can hit pause. Yeah, but if you... Um, it just look up Poke, weird Pokemon lore, and you'll find the Cubone stuff. You'll find uh, the legendary Pokemon stuff. Uh, Mewtwo's a weird thing too yeah it's basically like they cloning meets pokemon meets they essentially tried to clone jesus genetic engineering basically yeah like because mew is essentially the pokemon jesus like more like pokemon god no no he's not pokemon god because there's actual pokemon god no for the love of fuck are you serious yep its name is arceus and is the literal god of Pokemon. Huh. It created all life. It created all Pokemon life. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, in, it's not till like, Gen 6 oh. that it pops up, but... So, load of shit. Yeah. Got it. it. Yeah, it's just... It's, like, the only cool Pokemon that came from... The only cool original Pokemon that came from Gen 6. Nothing cool happened past Totodile. Yeah, Totodile was the shit, especially when Ash got him. Yeah. <laughs> there will never be a more dope ass. All right. I, I I really wish he had gotten a Feraligatr. Yeah. Because that would have been awesome. <laughs> All right, Mike, I'm going to put you on the spot before we transition back into what we actually were going to talk about today. Okay. Um, you get one Pokemon. Okay. For the rest of your life. The rest of your life. You you can evolve it, mm-hmm. but you can't devolve it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you can only pick one, and it becomes real, and it becomes the your lifelong companion. Mm-hmm. Best so, friends. So it dies when you die. Oh. Afterwards. You'll be dead. doesn't matter. Still, oh. You'd grow old with it. It's basically yeah. like your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not really, because... It'll exist. <laughs> that was a sick burn. <laughs> Stop. That was a swish moment. That was an absolute <laughs> swish. Shut up. Uh, uh, anyway, Growlithe. Really? That's because I thinking? can evolve it into an Arcanine, and Arcanine's badass. Mm. Well done. And Growlithe is cute as fuck. I agree. Like, James's Growlithe? Growly? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cute as fuck fake dead parents you know James is rich for some reason we all we all had a feeling yeah he's kind of secret, pretentious you know secretly James is the best trainer cause his his victory belt eats him and yet he still keeps it yeah he spent that outrageous amount of money for Magikarp who doesn't love a good Magikarp especially because it can turn into a Gyarados eventually eventually 
after it learns tackle at a level before it turns into Gyarados. <laughs> and then its attack stat skyrockets. Yeah. And then it becomes... <laughs> did, you, uh, did you ever hear the lore of uh, about uh, Magikarp? Um, no. That um, a Magikarp can turn into a Gyarados if it can leap over a waterfall? I don't understand without logic. It's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's some weird evolutionary thing in Pokemon. Like it swims to a waterfall and jumps off? No, it jump up. Up a waterfall? A waterfall. Yeah. Oh. I guess I misunderstood. Cause like. I thought it like, just suicide barreled off no, the Niagara Falls. No, like the, um, like the move Splash, that's mm-hmm. completely useless and, uh, is like, would like be deadly from an actual Magikarp. Yeah. Because. Of its bone structure and, like, the power it actually has in its fins. Yeah. It could, like, create a tsunami with with a splash. Oh, shit. I've always thought that splash should become, like, the best move in the game if you keep it while you're Gyarados. Hmm. I guess I'd never thought of it. No. That's actually pretty dope lore. Yeah. I'm struggling hardcore and picking just one. I know. I'm Because you want to pick Eevee. Everyone wants to pick Eevee. Yeah. Um, a lot of me, I, I've been a Squirtle yeah. disciple the whole time. I love me a Squirtle. Well, Squirtle's the best. Like, you know, because eventually you get a Blastoise. But also, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Well, you can you can fuck up Brock in the first gym. You have no problem against Misty. The Lieutenant Surge is kind of a problem. But by the time you hit Lieutenant Surge, you've got like a... A graveler or something right. that'll handle him. But my, uh, I. You can go into Div- Diglett Cave and get a level 28 Dugdrio. <laughs> my, my biggest thing is this is like my real life right now. Mm-hmm. What would I want to have a companion as now? Right. Part of me really wants a Dratini because they're adorable as shit as oh, the li- yeah. in their little eel form. Yeah. They're fucking cuter than fuck. Yeah. But. It's hard for me to say no to a Cubone. I'm going to have to yeah. pick a Cubone. Uh, yeah. I need to nurture it. I need it to be my friend and follow me around, and I want to instill within it love again so it can mm. it, it can feel love. Mm. But then another part of me wants a, a Ghastly so I can have a Gengar following me around all the time. Just being a giant prick. You mean Clefairy's ghost? God. You mean Clefairy's shadow? You want to get your... That's a, fucking that's, messed up shit. That's out some of more here. lore. Yeah, I know. Because of how similar they look. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, that you know. Yeah, and it get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stop. Although Gengar is one of my favorite Pokemon, I used to like have like one of those toy figurine Gengars. I think oh, yeah. I still have it somewhere, but like I used to carry it around with me. Like, oh. as a good luck charm. Just thought of another one, Nidorino. Nino King. Nitto Queen, duh. Always go Nitto Queen. That eye narrow isn't gonna mean <laughs> shit. Nitto Queen's a badass. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Nitto Queen every day. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You mean Nidorina? You'd have to take a Nidorina. Yeah. Because Nidorino becomes Nitto King. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeet. That, sir? With your fucking hand sing- signals is really causing me to want to slap <laughs> in the face. I know. That's why I do them. 
Well, let's transition into part two of this conversation. Yeah. So, last week we talked about video games that would make really good movies. Mm-hmm. This week, we're talking about movies that made really shitty or really great yeah. video games. Um, we're going to preface this that most movies don't make very good games. I agree. Unless they are um, le- the Lego version. Yeah. Because the Lego versions are... Just hilarious. Are throw a bunch of shade. Like, <laughs> um, I think one of the best non-Lego games I played was the adaption of um, Star Wars Episode Three: Re- Revenge of the Sith. On it platform? Was, uh, PlayStation 2. Gotcha. It wasn't a... Um, it wasn't a Lego game. Right. But it it let you play through Anakin um, destroying the Jedi Temple. Did you get let, the high ground? Um, you could play both sides of that. Like, you could play Obi-Wan originally, and then you could play a different side where you play as Anakin, mm. and he clear, he's able to clear Obi-Wan on that. Mm. And he stabs him, and then stabs the Emperor. So completely changes the entire narrative of yes. The, no, it 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 would be it would be like a a complete narrative change of the entire Star Wars universe. Fascinating. Uh, Darth Vader would never have to be in full like robot man. Yep. Garb because he never we would have never gotten burned. He'd look like the dude from Spaceballs. D- yeah. <laughs> He'd look like Hayden Christensen. He'd look like what they did to uh, Return of the Jedi. After Revenge of the Sith came out, when they remastered it and made uh, old Anakin look like Hayden Christensen, for some reason, still hilarious. Yeah. Um, I think the there was a Spider-Man game that was made for the GameCube. Um. Yeah. I thought it was a. Pretty, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't off it wasn't a movie. Canon though. Yeah, it wasn't canon from the movie. It was. The ult- it was Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. Because you could play as Venom. No. I'm thinking of a different one then. Yes. Um, where you had to collect the little spider tokens that were around. That it was like the feathers in Assassin's Creed Two. You had to collect okay. a certain amount of these spiders. It was. It was like semi-open world, but not hmm. really. Interesting. But it was it was a good game, but you didn't you like you still had the Uncle Ben's killing and you started oh, okay. off with the really you were, stupid you were still, looking you were still, costume. You were still canon within the Spider Man universe. Yes, but, but you weren't canon towards yeah, you the didn't, movies. You didn't fight Green Goblin. Okay. You, f- you more taking down like from what I recall, and it's been, you know, fifteen years, um that's an exaggeration. It's been more like twelve. <laughs> 10, 12 years. Yeah. Um, from what I recall, you fight like a, kind of almost like a gang, almost, where hmm. it's like somebody's taking over his, yeah, there wasn't like the main villains, though. Interesting. It was interesting, from what I recall. And, you know, it was forever ago. Yeah. Um, there's, there really hasn't been a many attempts to make video games out of movies that aren't. No. They aren't Lego-based. Yeah. Like, the Lego Star Wars games, in my opinion, are better than the Star Wars movies. Because but that's also your opinion. Because they're I don't hilarious. Agree, but um, The Lego, I will say, the most underrated Lego game that they Indiana made. Indiana Jones? Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. 
I never played Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Next time we're at my dojo, I will. <laughs> you will play it with me, and it's so much fun. You can put a, sh- a you can put like a shell on your head and just run around like an idiot. It's amazing. It, you're just gonna have to enjoy it. Okay, it's fantastic. But very underrated game. Um, a lot. Of fun. I remember they made Iron Man games, like non Lego Iron Man games. Right. Those were horrible. Yeah. I played the first one on the PSP. At the time, I thought it was good. Looking back, nah. Yeah. Nah. And, I mean, you can almost branch this off into apps that are, you know, there was an Iron Man game app. Right. That was shit. It wasn't even anything There related. was a kid that thought he was Tony Stark at our high school that was a douchebag. Oh, my God, him? yes. Like, he showed up to costume night at foot- at a football game in, like, a makeshift Iron Man suit. Saying how he had, like, a... Didn't he say he had, like, one that was, like, $10,000 and... Yeah, like, he, like he actually Like, it was he, built out of metal yeah, and all like this shit. Yeah, like, he actually shit. thought he was Tony Stark. Yeah, and we all called him on bullshit, and he showed up in, like, a cardboard box Iron Man suit yeah. to that game. Yeah. We, had, we told him to show up in that suit, in the $10,000 suit. Yeah. And... Well, but we were also on the sideline, so we can make out what exactly it was made out yeah. of. Yeah. It looked, it was, it was not $10,000. Oh, no. It was a... We could have made that in a in an hour. It was like a spirit <laughs> Halloween costume. Yeah. Like, it's like the guys who make uh, the, the beer, the was, beer he box. Was, he was uh, a wannabe cosplayer. Like, yeah. He was like one of the guys that makes a, a beer box uh, suit of armor. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it resembled. For those a of you... A Bud Knight? A Bud Knight, except <laughs> probably a Natty Knight. Yeah. Because, yeah. Dilly Dilly. Yep. By the way, those commercials are dumb as fuck, but. Yeah. I'm glad that they did bring in a Bud Knight into this. Yeah, I am too. Because I appreciated that. <laughs> they need a, um, what they do need is a, uh, a staff. A wizard with a staff of just Bud Light cans. That's more of an inside joke, but... Yeah, they do need that. <laughs> or they need a guy who's got a mall that's just Bud Light cans in the, like, Morningstar look. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like our Can of Dreams thing we did when we were younger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, Jesus. Uh, which is why we can't drink Dr. Thunder anymore. Yeah, you, Dr. Thunder can go fuck itself. <laughs> but, I mean... Why don't why aren't more movies made into video games based off of the movies? Is it because you know the ending? Is I think, it? I think that's a lot of it. Is that you, you know just and the, there are some just actors that don't want to come back as they don't want to do voice acting. Right. Like, like Daniel Radcliffe for Harry Potter games doesn't want to voice act. You and know, they, it's, and it's do, stupid. It, they do have Harry Potter video games. Yeah. If I recall. And yeah, I'm, but there's no voices. I recall them being pretty terrible. Yeah, they're they're awful. Um, like, and they could be really good if they really tried. Like, I and I think that's part of the problem is that they don't really they don't really try to make them good. Yeah, they they, they just kind of throw stuff together and I really, complete a game. I really think there was a missed opportunity with the Nintendo Wii mm. to make that into a wand. Oh yes, with a Harry Potter game, yeah. and, and be able to yeah, because they made like the the like the, plastic 
gun for, for Call the, of Duty. And, well, and Big Game Hunter and all and that. And Big shit. Game Hunter, yeah, and, and you, you could just whatever. do that. You could do that. You could make like a three D printed wand that fit the yeah the Wii controller in. And and I think that was a huge opportunity missed. And you know it may have fucking been a thing, but nobody yeah. talked about it. Yeah. Um, I'm first. I know this is more last week, but I'm waiting for the Super Smash Brothers game or movie. That'd be hard. Yeah, it'd be it'd be more like a tournament, like. Yeah, it'd be a battle royale of, of video game characters. Basically. Yeah. Um, I think and I'm and I'm fascinated by your opinion on this. You you know the the Super Smash Brothers story, right? The hand. Hmm. Okay. Well, Super Smash Brothers. Um. The the main final boss is the hand. It's just a white. The 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 hand that you use to pick characters. No, it's a, no, it's just a white hand. It's not glove. It doesn't look like it's gloved or anything. It looks, huh. it, okay. It does look gloved. It looks like one of those really white, fancy gloves that you put on for like if you're gonna touch yeah. something. Like a Mickey Mouse glove. No, it's like one of those knit gloves that like if you're oh. gonna pick up like a diamond or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It looks like one of those, and it's just a like hand. Like a jeweler's glove. Yes. Okay. And so the canon around that, and the the. Conspiracy a, lot of, a lot of canon and lore in this episode. Yeah, this is a is a lore filled episode. Um, but the lore around that is it is supposedly the hand that brought the characters into the game, hmm. and the point of beating the hand is saying that you are you are going to be able to be returned back to your original game, huh. and that the hand is supposed to be a symbolism of. You picking that character because you pulled them out of their game. Well, yeah, that's it's what, supposed that, well, to be that's your what I asked. Hand. Is it the hand that you use to pick the characters in the, in the original screen? No, that that hand's more of it's more of like a a a, a Mario gloved hand. Oh. It's like a little more poofy. Yeah. Okay. It looks a little more cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there there's your genuine canon that it's a. Uh, that you, it's your hand that you plucked I've, this I've character. Never, I've never played the campaign of a, of a Super Smash Brothers. In in melee, I've, I've always I've always just played versus. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, next which time. is just as fun. Like oh yeah, it might be more fun than if you play it like with more than two people. Yeah, because you're you're playing it with somebody else. If you're just doing the single player mode, that's when it's. You know, it's just you it's versus. It's more canon, and you know, it's. There's no, there's AI no, there's no storyline to it at all. It's oh. just all just you battle this enemy, then you battle this enemy, then you battle this enemy. Then it's, you battle, oh, it's all one v one. Yeah, you you battle this enemy at their territory, and then you battle this enemy at their territory. Little Mac in the boxing ring, and yeah, and then you end up at the final stage where you fight the hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a lot of fun, but. It is what it is, you know. You're by yourself. You ain't got anything better to do. Yeah. Um. What's some other good lore that we can throw in there? Or we can just keep with the the video game topic. I mean, the the problem that you have with with movies is so many movie narratives are either been played out too much. You right. can, like all the superhero movies. They've made video game adaptations of every superhero. Yeah. You know, Batman has the Arkham set. Yeah. You know. Phenomenal games. You know, that Arkham series is honestly, some would argue, better than the, you know, Batman movies. Yeah. For... And then you can't have a good Superman game. You can't. Like... You really can't. 
you know, you can have his I mean, character I, role in, in, in Justice, how right. it is, but... When Justice does a good job of portraying Superman. Yeah. both On both sides. Both the good Superman and the evil Superman. Yeah. But, like, make a, make a Superman game like Arkham. You know what I mean? Have the main villain be Darkseid. Or um, Lex Luthor in the robot suit. You know, people, or Zod. Or Zod, you know, people that can stand a punch that feels like a 15-ton train hitting you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, the people that he's he always says he doesn't have to hold back on. Yeah, and, and that's true. And and that's, I think, a, a missed opportunity. And I think Marvel stays away from it because they don't have to. No. Because you know, people are satisfied enough with the game, with the movies. Yeah, because, you know, they did make, you know, Lego Marvel, mm-hmm. Lego Avengers. They did Which make... Lego Marvel superheroes is great. Did you ever play Marvel Ultimate Alliance? Um, I might have at one point. It's basic. it's similar to Injustice. Okay. It, um, where you, but you pick like your three fighters and then you go through the story mode and like you fight very almost arcade style but it's so like 3v3 like street fighter sort of kind of if if street fighter was three dimensions okay you know where you yeah. it, it reminds me it was, it it's, was, it's not a side scroller like street no, fighter is no it's it's a it's like it's a forced campaign walk so it's not hmm. you like you only can go left and right and forward and back like you okay you're there's a trail you follow you know okay. you go from point a you fight these three people then you go to point b and then you fight these three people and then you just carry on and you collect more you know warriors as you go right it was a good game for the time period it was in you know xbox original yeah. you know also, level stuff um, I, i'm sorry to get off the video game topic but you know what marvel villain i'm excited for now that uh disney owns owns it Hit me. Galactus. Ooh. Because if they can make him not a cloud... Do we focus Galactus... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but do we only give him to the final, the Fantastic Four? No. Form? He's a Marvel villain. I, I was just curious on where, where because, you were Because in the original comic books, um, he was the main villain of the comic book series The Secret Wars. Which is where um, Rhodey is Iron Man. Because uh-huh. Tony has given himself cirrhosis of the liver. Logical. Um, Peter Parker gets the symbiote suit. Yep. Um, it's, you know, uh, it's it's got a cool line where, you know, Reed Richards is fist, is fixing um is fisting the Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> is fixing the Iron Get Man right up in there. <laughs> is fixing the Iron Man suit, and he sees. Rhodey's uh, black skin underneath and, and Rhodey goes, you know, I bet you didn't expect a black man. And Reed Richards goes, doesn't really matter. Like, mm-hmm. you are you are who you are. Yeah. You're not, you're Iron Man. It doesn't really matter who's underneath. And and that, I think, especially for the time period that that, you know, comic yeah. series was released, it yeah, was... Yeah, because that was 70s, 80s. Yeah, that, that was a huge thing. Yeah. And, you know... And I think we're coming back to Marvel just naturally based off of, you know, yeah, the horrible a, news of Stan Lee passing of, last week. Yeah. And uh, it, it just, 
it devastates you. He's 95, so... It was his time. You know, it, you know, it, it wasn't... Complications from pneumonia, that happens. It, it wasn't unexpected, but it wasn't expected. It was... It wasn't expected right then. It yeah. wasn't expected on a Monday morning when you wake up. Yeah. And honestly, it ruined my entire day, but... Yeah. You know, Me too. we had to push through. Yep. So we we, record, we recorded that day. Uh, I'm pretty sure we dedicated that show to Stanley. Um, it was a rough experience. Yeah. Um, I will say this though. Um, I watched an interview with Stan Lee, mm-hmm. and my lord, that dude's hilarious. You yeah. know, dude's in his nineties, and he's doing an interview saying, talking about his, how his left hand is shut down, and you know, because you know, because he was left-handed, wasn't he? Uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I think he might have been left-handed, which would make sense as why his. Left you know, hand didn't work because he was drawing yeah. his whole life with his left hand. And, and you know the doctor said you know it's you know it's going downhill and right. you're not using it properly and, and what's going on, and then he's like, well you know there's some you know I got this going on in my other hand. He pulls out a fucking Hulk hand on his other hand, <laughs> and he's like, yeah this is just kind of what I'm dealing with. And he's like this one won't go away, and I fucking died because Stanley is. It, <laughs> He was just... Stanley created our childhood. He was just... He's, he created a lot of childhoods. He, he was created the perfect our, da- our parents' childhood. He created... Yeah. Some his, of our grandparents' childhood, you know? His his personality is the enigma that made him amazing. Yeah. I'm, um, you know... I can't wait for the Brian Cranston movie. God, I hope that's a thing that happens. Because uh, Brian Cranston's on record for saying that he wants to play Stanley. Yeah. Um, you know, his cameos that happened throughout... Are, are hilarious. Did you ever hear the the canon that Deadpool will be the only Marvel superhero aware of he, Stanley's death? He is the only Marvel superhero that is aware because of his, his. disregard for the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. And he was. Well, Stanley didn't originally like Deadpool, did he? Stanley was not sure what the point of Deadpool was. Oh. Because Stanley, you know, he wanted to create characters that were larger than life, mm-hmm. but then he also wanted to create characters that were relatable, that had real problems. You know, Spider-Man for, is a great example of this. Well, he he, I th- he suffered from a lot of um, anti-Semitism through his life as a Jewish man. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a lot of why he created uh, Captain America. Yeah. Was his his views of what an American is as as a Jewish immigrant. I think he was a Jewish immigrant. I could be wrong about that, but as a Jewish immigrant, he that's what he saw as the perfect American was right. Steve Rogers. You stood up for what was right even mm-hmm. if you were going to get your no, ass kicked. No matter who who you were defending, who race, yeah. religion, it didn't matter. Yeah. You stood up for people that, that deserved your defense. And, yeah, and the movie did phenomenal with that. And and the movie reflects that exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, he jumps on the grenade. Yeah. He jumps on he jumps on the grenade. He stands up to the bullies that are probably two feet taller than him and you know, thirty pounds heavier. He stand know? he stands up to Tony Stark, who nobody really stands up to. No, until until the Avengers movie, nobody stands up to Tony Stark. Yep. You know, and then the third uh, Iron Man movie rolls around and Pepper's telling him to go fuck himself. You know, <laughs> like. Well, well, in defense, Pepper Potts does does put up with a lot of stupid shit that he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I appreciate everything Stanley did, but going, his his opinion of Deadpool was he didn't see Deadpool's p- 
purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's why he wasn't one of the creators of Deadpool was Deadpool himself in his existence makes no logical sense. Right. Deadpool was a mercenary. That's not what a superhero is being about. Hmm. Deadpool He was one of the first anti heroes. Yeah, he was. And being an anti hero is a very tight rope to walk where you right. don't want to come off Especially in the Marvel universe. Because you don't want to be evil because then you're hunted. Right. But you don't want to be good because then you're then you have expectations. And right. that's where Deadpool falls, is that's why Deadpool has that existential crisis of Am I a hero? Or am I a bad guy doing good? And I think the first Deadpool movie, and kind of by extension the second one, do a really good job of bringing that all onto screen. Right. And Ryan Reynolds does a really good job of, especially in the second one, where he's an X-Men in training. You know, he's he's uh, he's trying to do good, but he can't. <laughs> and like he, he can't help himself. I will say this. Deadpool was never an X-Men in training. Right. Um, he, in fact, made his own X-Men suit <laughs> and would try to be an X-Men. That's what he did in, in the actual comic books. That's what he did. Because cre- they didn't actually want him to be an X-Men? Nope. <laughs> what he did was he beat up Cyclops, took his suit, <laughs> and customized it to be a Deadpool X-Men suit. And then, of course, you have the gray and black X-Force suit. Yeah. That was foreshadowed in the... In the move in Deadpool two, yep, because of an explosion. <laughs> the the X Force Deadpool is a Deadpool that I look very forward to. Yeah, and and I really hope they do make an X Force movie. I, th- I think I they do. should. I um, think they will, honestly, with how well Deadpool movies do. Was Wolverine part of the X Force? No, or no, no, no. Okay, which I know. I think Domo is kind of a weird character in. Deadpool in the movies because I think Vanessa was originally Domino in the in the um she was supposed to be um because they foreshadow that with the white streak in her hair in the first one when the first meet because she gets the mutagen put in the container yeah right yeah and then yep because she's supposed to have the same powers that um you remember X Men Origins yep Wolverine's wife yeah she's supposed to have the same powers that Wolverine's wife does. Exactly. The, the powers of uh, persuasion, essentially. That she can touch anybody, tell them to do something, and they will do it. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a cool power, and kind of kinky at the same time. Like, well, <laughs> if I was going to equate it, it's basically the charm person spell from D&D. Yeah, like, a charm person spell, and you always roll a, a, a nat 20. Well, it's a... It's a save. You have to save against it. It's not a but, attack well, roll. still. Yeah, it's... It's, or, it's a su- or you, you, uh, suggestion, commands, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's cool. It's, um, a, it's kind of a but weird... In order to make <laughs> the X-Force movie properly, mm. you would need TJ Miller to become Worm in, okay. in his entirety. Okay. Because Worm is the, the on-the-ground hacker, okay. you know... Cyber geek, you know, right. kind of the the Deadpool opposite almost, okay. where he's a very nerdy, not very good at fighting character, right? And and that's what you would need. And and they've referred to T.J. Miller's character as Worm 
in the movies. Yeah. And so... Because that's his nickname. And you can't go away from that now. You've no. committed to him being Worm. Yeah. So he has to make that transition into being Worm. He which, needs to show that he can hack something. Or Yeah, he needs to be yeah. able to be useful. Yeah. Like and then, Worm, of course, yeah. you need to bring back Domino and Cable and... Yeah. Which you set up bringing back Cable for pretty much every future movie by him not using his time belt to go back home. Yeah. In the, the future. And you have Negasonic Teenage Warhead fixing it. Yeah. Which, well done. Deadpool stealing it. Well done. Well you know. done. That was hilarious. <laughs> Hold on. I've got some things to fix. <laughs> he goes back and shoots that one from X-Men Origins. <laughs> shoots that one from X-Men Origins. Shoots Ryan Reynolds while he's doing Green Lantern. When he gets the Green Lantern script. <laughs> Which, I really didn't think that was that bad of a movie. No, but looking back and, see, and hearing all the stuff that Ryan Reynolds thought was wrong with it, you can see it. Like, yeah, he hated the movie. Yeah, um, I think you could probably you can make a Green Lantern movie good, but you can't go away from the fact that Sinestro is evil. Yeah, you can't have that be an after credit scene. That needs to be halfway through the movie. He decides, hey, I'm gonna pick up the yellow ring either, and start wearing that. Either that, or you instead of Hal Jordan, you do the Hal Jordan succession into yeah. John Stewart. Which I think more progressive America probably would do that. Would do Jon Stewart instead of Hal Jordan. And in my opinion, I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah, me too. And then put Jon Stewart, well, I, Green and, Lantern, into you, you can have, Justice League. You, and you can have both Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Mm-hmm. Because they both, they're both Earth protectors as Green Lantern. Yep. You know, because Hal Jordan doesn't die and give it to Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart gets it from a different alien. Exactly. But they, it's weird because they protect different sectors of Earth. Like it's like a tag team kind of thing. Yeah. Where like if if while one, one of them is is international, the other one not international, interstellar. Yeah. The other one is at home. Yeah. Hal Jordan's more the uh, I'll I'll stick to Oa and uh, yeah, because and because be by the, the by the time John Stewart um gets his ring Hal Jordan has ri- has risen in the rankings of the Green Lantern Corps right and so you know Stewart gets more of the quote unquote Hal Jordan's a badass Green Lantern you know but yeah. John Stewart's pretty cool like John Stewart's a badass also and yeah. and his upbringing does play to a very you know progressive crowd of he was the the low income neighborhood in inner city native yeah. town and now let me ask you, who would you cast as Hal Jordan in John Stewart? If I was recasting Hal if Jordan? If you were recasting Hal Jordan. That's a tough one. Because Ryan Reynolds probably wouldn't do it again. No, God, no. He would never do it again. Um, if I had to recast Unless Hal Jordan. Unless you gave him a really, really good script. like That's... Oh, man. You're going to make me think. Um, for John Stewart... Because um, you always want to say, like, Samuel Jackson... Or well, you Denzel can't, Washington. You but can't use Chadwick Boseman because he's no. already been Panther. Yeah. Um. That's that's. Yeah, but those are two completely different universes. Yes, but he's he's kind of like Josh every, Brolin's Thanos and Cable. Yeah, but you use. You know what I mean. But Chadwick Boseman has been in a lot of different roles and and yeah. you know yeah I kind agree. of groundbreaking you know playing prominent African American roles which is nothing wrong with no, that no no no. I'm just saying that, you know, I, I, I struggle with that one. Yeah. If you asked me, you know, 10 years ago, I would have said Denzel Washington. Yeah. 
but a younger Denzel. But now he's older. And, yeah, he's gray and you know. Yeah. Um, John Stewart doesn't really gray. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Um, I'd have to think more on the John Stewart one because Chadwick Boseman's really the only guy. Would you would you cast like a Channing Tatum as Hal Jordan? But he's playing Gambit. You Which, know again, I mean? like, is, a di- is a different universe, but still. Um, or like a, maybe like a Dave Franco, or like a Zac Efron, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like stick with stick with the attractive guys, but like. What if I gave, what, what, what if I hit you with this? Liam Hensworth. Interesting. Because he's got the browner hair, he's a right. little bit, he's more, way more slender than Chris. Yeah. But, I think he would body type and as your point attractive level right he would get people to go right so I I, I would put him I, I would pick okay. Liam Hemsworth Liam Hemsworth okay now we just have to figure out a John or maybe a John Johns a Martian Manhunter that would be dope as fuck who would you cast as a Martian Manhunter because he has his alter ego hmm he's kind of a Hal Jordan-esque looking dude just more buff Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's fat. <laughs> He's a not jacked, buff anymore. Jacked Vin Diesel. <laughs> a, a first vast, Fast and Furious movie Vin Diesel. Yeah. Or like Russell Crowe. Yeah, because a lot of Martian Manhunter stuff is CG and voice acting. So you don't really need, like... You you need, a like, a, a body actor for right. his alter ego and his transforming and stuff, but... Or the guy who played Leonidas in 300. Jared Butler? Yeah. Yeah, because John Johns doesn't really have a an American accent, or what you could consider an American accent. No, he's he's got alien minds, so like... Yeah. His... He's got like a weird, like, British, but really deep British accent. Yeah, like... it's, it's a very odd accent that you could easily just peg as whatever the hell you want it to be. Yeah. It's a Martian accent, is what it's supposed to be, but like... It's right. Weird. No, I agree. I, I honestly, I don't know where I'd go with John Stewart. I, I think you'd have to, you know, get a young, up and coming African American actor. And, yeah. You know. And they're out there. We just can't, just right off the top of our heads. Yeah, off the we're cuff. Not it's... Able to other than Chadwick Boseman because yeah. Chad, Chadwick Boseman's gonna be who you pick. He's gonna be the first pick, to do that. Oh yeah, because he's. Honestly, he was Jackie Robinson. He was Ernie Davis. He's Black Panther. He wasn't Ernie Davis. He was Rick. Uh, not, uh, he was in. He was the main. Get on up. It was um, James Brown. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think he was James Brown. I don't fucking know. Yeah, he was James Brown. But anyway, he's an incredible actor. I mean, a movie that I always wanted to see but never did. I saw it. I really wanted to see it. I actually bought it for my mom for a Christmas present, and then I borrowed it from her so I could watch. It was and it was good. It wasn't anything to write home about, but it was right. good. Um, you know what? The guy who plays Rhodey in the first Iron Man, Terrence Howard. Him, I would put him as John Stewart. Interesting. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'd pick him. Yeah, I could see that. Either that, Ice Cube. Or, or you could have... Ice Cube's son. Yes. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yes. 100% yes. We're fucking geniuses. Hollywood, call us. We're 
We should be head of casting for everything ever. Yeah. It might take us a while, but... Anything that's got the last name Sparks associated with it regarding a book, dumpster. (laughs) Or anything to do with vampires that isn't somebody hunting vampires? Which, Blade remake? Hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. They're going to put him in the MCU. I know, I heard about that. I am fucking... Bring back Wesley Snipes. I am pumped. (laughs) So pumped. You get fat. I know. (laughs) It's alright, I am too. I'm like a buck seventy-five now. Dude, I'm two thirty-five. Jesus. Yeah. Stabbing too many tacos. I I haven't worked out since we worked out. God, that was like a year ago. I know. I don't work out either. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's the last time you worked out too. Hell yeah, it was. I Not planning to, on working out anytime soon. I need, I need to start working out again. Like I need a gym membership or something. I'm out of shape. Let's do a, a bitch of the week and coolest okay. thing we saw this week. Um, you do bitch of the week since I don't have one, and I'll do coolest thing. Can I do my coolest thing I saw this week? Sure. Nah, it's 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 a combo bitch of the week. It, it's okay. a bitch of the week. Bitch of the week. The Tennessee University of Tennessee. Okay. Linebacker who pantsed the Missouri running back while he was running. Bitch of the week. Why? Did you see that video? No. It was the... He was literally, like, trying to make a diving tackle and grabs him by the back of his pants and just pulls his fucking ass out. I would say my bitch of the week is the Harvard running back, now that I think about it. Do tell. That um, flipped off the Yale player as he was running for a touchdown. That's hilarious. That got a touchdown called back because of it. Like, I know it's Harvard Yale, but still, like, calm down. Yeah, I mean you're a bunch of Ivy League fuckers. You you weren't around for when the the rivalry actually actually started. So, again, calm I, down. <laughs> I'm gonna be really mad. I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to find it this short of notice. I'll show it to you later. Um, coolest thing I saw this week. You know, I don't know. It would, it would probably be the tribute to Sam Fulton and Mike Sadler. No, my coolest thing I saw this week was uh, the POW MIA chair mm-hmm. at, at the, at at the, the Stadium. Nebraska Stadium. This week had the last surviving POW from Nebraska hmm. as the, the guard for it. Oh, that's cool. And... I didn't hear about that. So these were the these were the guests. Mm-hmm. So the guys who were on us on the field: Roger Craig and Johnny Rogers. Oh. And uh, then like a former Nebraska baseball player. Okay. Nobody cares. But then the POW guy was because it's not Jabba Chamberlain or Alex Gordon. You saw eighty-eight thousand people rise to their feet and give this man a standing ovation, and it was, it was honestly, it was an incredible sight. And you know, not to toot my own horn, but I got our entire entire section to stand up because I was the first one to stand up, and then I stood on top of the bleacher in front of with where the guy in front of me would be sitting, and I stood on top of it and I was clapping, so it made me a little bit taller. So more people saw me than everyone else. Did you get on camera? No. No, I wish. Um, I didn't dance hard enough, I guess. Uh, Apparently, uh... 
I have two coolest things then. Right. <laughs> um, one is uh, it's a workout video of Aaron Donald in the off season. Um, he's working on like hand position and hand drills and stuff like that for defensive linemen. Um, but it's the dude drilling him is a dude like with arm pads on, and holding like fake knives trying to stab at him. The fuck. Yeah, it's it's a badass. It's a, it's like a, really freaky but badass video at the same time. Like, is he blocking the blade with his hand? Like he's blocking his arm. Oh, he's he's arm blocking. Yeah, he's like. I got you. He like, like he's thrusting at him. And oh, he'll, okay. Like, okay, he's got in the forearm. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense because of how offensive linemen are taught. You're taught to punch, mm-hmm. punch the stomach. Yeah, punch. it's it's essentially it was yeah. essentially that. Like, but it with was just fake a punch drill. Yeah. yeah, it was it was just a different motivation technique. Yeah. To be fair, that's how my mom always says the only way to get her to run if you chase her with a knife. So. And then the. Um, I know who I'm calling. The second one is, uh, there was a dance off at a West Virginia game. That was hilarious. That was awesome. That was pretty awesome. Um. They've made a lot of memes about it now. Yeah. Um. Big fat black guy dancing in the in the aisle. Dude walks up, bumps into him. They act like they're gonna get in a fight. Dance off. And well, they're not really <laughs> a dance off. They start dancing like kind of semi coordinated. Yeah, it like, was pretty dope. Yeah. So there's your pick me up for the week. Yeah. Um. In other news, uh, there was a rumor that went around that Condoleezza Rice was gonna get interviewed for the Browns job. Oh yeah, and then they and then, sh- the and Browns then they shot down that rumor. The Browns were like, "Are you fucking serious? That's dumb well, as shit." Well, and then Condoleezza Rice was like, "Yeah, that's pretty dumb." <laughs> She has zero football experience. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real here. Yeah. I get one wanting to be progressive and, you know... I'm all for, you know, there's a... You know, um, inclusion and all this jet, all that jazz um, and stuff. But. I'm trying to remember what the college's name is, but they have a, a female coach on staff. Hmm. And, you know, Bruce Arians brought the female assistant on staff. Right. It, it's becoming more and more commonplace, and... Those are the people that need to be interviewing for jobs. You know, yeah. the female assistant under Greg Popovich for the Spurs. I guarantee you, she'll be a NBA head coach in the mm-hmm. next five years. Yeah, probably. I'm because guaranteed. she's assisting the greatest coach of all time. Yeah, she's she's learning under Popovich. There's going to be a lot of job openings. We live in a very progressive she, and, society, and, 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 and she's fi- qualified. And in, in five years, she might be the Spurs head coach. And and to think of it, like, you know. That's what that's that's what it's all about. It's about hiring qualified coaches. Right. It doesn't matter, you know, black, white, man, woman, Asian, whatever. Yeah. You know, you hire the best candidate for the Gay, job. Straight, you know, yeah, it doesn't whatever. matter. You know, you can you can love whoever you want to as long as it's not children. Yeah. You can <laughs> be whatever color, you can That was creepy as fuck. That was a fridge. Mike's fridge literally just started. I think that was like the ice maker. Creepy ass noises, but it doesn't matter who you love as long as it's not children. Right. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what what gender you are. Whatever you want to be, if you are qualified for the position, and that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. We should be a merit based society, and that's coaching is a personification of that. Right. The problem is that because coaches are supposed to be role models. Yeah. The problem is that. You're at a disadvantage because of how many men are coaches versus how many women are coaches. How many women who want to get into men's sports mm-hmm. for coaching is not as high as you would see, like, men who coach female sports. Gina Oriyama, yeah. for example. 
Yeah, you, you know, know the greatest coach in women's basketball history is a, is a man. You know, John Cook. Yeah. Nebraska's volleyball coach, one of the greatest volleyball coaches. You know, the best volleyball coach of our generation. Yeah. Um. Well, that we know of, like, I, I don't know many volleyball coaches to be completely honest. Well, I I mean you you put. Texas's coach in the conversation. You put Penn State's coach in the conversation, but realistically, it's, it's John Cook. Yeah, the dude's dominated the past twenty years. What three national championships or something like that? I think it's four, three right. or four. Like yeah, but you know the guy's got a hell of a record. Yeah. But in, in in all reality, Condoleezza Rice should not be interviewed for a head football coaching position, having never coached football. Right. You should be interviewing females who actually are qualified coaches mm-hmm. for these positions. Because you never know. Yeah. You know, you t- you roll the dice on a coach, no matter who they are. They yeah, could... like the, the female assistant for the Spurs could be like the next John Wooden. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like She could be as good as Pat Riley was when he was a coach, or yeah. Phil Jackson, or, you know, Greg yeah. Popovich even. You don't know. Yeah, and, until you give them a chance. And and I, I that's all you can do. I, I genuinely think we'll start seeing more female head coaches. I think... Within the next five years, we have our first female head coach for a professional men's football t- sports team, not okay. football. But I think it'll be Spurs assistant coach. Interesting. I'll get off my soapbox so right. we can get out of here. And in the immortal words of your two voices in your head right now, don't be a bitch. <laughs>